InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. It can happen to your family members, your friends, and even you just by buying a product or a service from a business. Something goes wrong, or you get taken advantage of, or you feel ripped off. All too often, the business doesn't seem to care, and you never get what you paid for. What can you do to get results in this situation? Well, one man has made it his mission to help abused consumers, and his name is Ron Burley. Ron, welcome to InfoTrack. Great to be on the show with you, Chris. Now, you're a longtime consumer issues journalist and broadcaster, and you've written a book called Unscrewed, The Consumer's Guide to Getting What You Paid For. First of all, Ron, how big a problem is this? Do you have any idea how many consumers are getting abused by businesses out there? It's amazing and almost difficult to overstate. More than 7 million Americans every year are taken advantage of by an unscrupulous or uncaring company corporation or creep. That's one every four seconds. Wow. Now, why do you think this happens? Because obviously, customers have to feel they're getting value or businesses go out of business. Well, the watchword of business in the 90s was service, service, service. But with the turn of the economy in 99 and 2000, a lot of companies felt the need to cut back. And as we saw in huge layoffs in major corporations, one of the easiest areas is to cut back is in people. And one of the most people-intensive areas of a company is customer service. And that's when we saw the rollout of voicemail. It was initially sold to us as a real benefit, a way to enhance customer service. But for any of us who have ever gotten stuck in voicemail jail, we know that it really isn't a benefit to consumers. Also, another problem with customer service is that often now, you're not even talking with the company that you want to deal with. And the companies have subcontracted their customer service to customer service companies that deal with between six and a dozen different vendor companies. Every consumer has experienced the situation, I think, the frustration of calling a business, trying to get satisfaction, trying to get a problem resolved, and there can be millions of problems that you can have in dealing with a business. Could you give us some starting point when you hit that voicemail jail, as you mentioned, or, or you just feel stuck? What are some things you can do? Well, the first thing is that I believe that nine out of ten companies are still trying to provide good customer service. But each of us is dealing with between 30 and 40 different companies on a regular basis every year. And if only 10% are bad actors, that means three to four times a year we're going to be dealing with a situation that needs to be unscrewed. The first thing is to call customer service. Give them a chance to do the right thing. But the moment you find out that they're not doing the right thing, you need to move on. And the next call should be to the sales department. Just by calling the sales department, you level the field at 50-50. Because when you're dealing with a salesperson, you're not dealing with someone who's trying to make people go away. You're dealing with somebody who, one, works for the company that you want to deal with and is trained to create happy customers. Mm -hmm. And in both these situations, the first thing you want to get is the salesperson's name or the customer service person's name, their agent number, what calling center they're in, what city that calling center is in, anything you can get. And when you're talking with that person, you use their name a lot and you let them know Say, hey, Bob, I'm going to be faxing a letter to the executive offices this afternoon, and your name is going to be prominently featured in the first paragraph of that letter. Are you going to be a hero or a villain of the story? <laughs> I'm sure that works pretty well. Well, it's part of a strategy I call corporate whack-a-mole, because the last thing they want is word coming from on high that they've caused an irritation to the vice president of customer relations or the president of the company from some unsatisfied customer. Typically, bad actors, companies out there that just don't have good service or good response, 
have a lot of complaints and they've kind of become numb to these and they kind of funnel everybody into a, you know, a holding pattern where they don't get results. What do you do with a company like that? Well, if you're dealing with a company that is a regular bad actor, you can escalate it in several ways. One of my favorites is called Mr. Stockholder. Uh, did this recently with a cell phone company that wasn't giving me service. And if you're dealing with a publicly traded company and you're called to customer relations or the sales department doesn't give you satisfaction, go online and buy 10 shares of stock. Now you're a stockholder. <laughs> Call investor relations. And it goes something like this. Hello, Nancy. I am a dissatisfied stockholder. And this year I'm not going to vote my proxy. I am going to the annual meeting in New York City, and I'm going to take advantage of my right to walk up to the microphone and tell Mr. Big Hat exactly how we should be treating our customers. Because the last thing that they want is for some hick from the sticks coming to their well-choreographed annual meeting and making a stink. Because that meeting is attended by institutional investors and stock analysts, and if the stock value drops a tenth of a point, because one of those people gets the idea that customers aren't being treated well, that could mean a downside in market capitalization of millions of dollars. So, which becomes more important at that point? Your $200 cell phone dispute or their potential loss of millions of dollars in market cap? All you need to do is convince a company that it is going to cost them more to ignore you than to deal with you. And that's in the extreme. Our guest on InfoTrack is Ron Burley, who is a consumer issues journalist and broadcaster and author of Unscrewed, the Consumer's Guide to Getting What You Paid For. As you mentioned, you have a lot of great stories in your book. Could you share one or two with us, kind of bring this home to people? One of them, I mean, we all deal with a small retailer. And one of my favorite stories is called the bait-and-switch tire store. My wife had wanted to go down and take care of it herself, get new tires for her car. She wanted to get the Michelins that came with the vehicle. I mean, just replace them. Well, at the tire store, the salesman convinced her that the Trackstone tires were just as good as the Michelins. And they cost $50 less per tire. Well, she came home very proud, and I looked at the tires. And I did a little research online, and I realized that the track stones weren't good for half as many miles as the Michelins. Mm. She'd been cheated. So I called up the store, asked for the manager, got his name, Mike, and said, Mike, you've misled my wife here. I just I wish you'd put the Michelins on that she asked for. And he said, that's not our policy, Mr. Burley. Well, if that's not our policy, then be fighting words. <laughs> he said, your wife's driven off the lot, and, you know, now they've got wear on them. We can't take them back. At that point, I knew that he wasn't going to give me satisfaction. I made my one call to try and make it right. I went to the Yellow Pages, tore out the Yellow Page ad of his competitor across the street, made a dozen copies. To each of those copies, I stapled a $20 bill, took the stack and put them in a manila folder, drove with my wife down to the store. Walked into the store. There were a dozen people in line waiting at the counter, but I went around them, and I asked for the manager. Guy walks up in his colored shirt, says, Mike, right on the front. I said, hi, Mike. My name's Ron Burley. Immediately starts up, Mr. Burley, I told you we can't. I put the manila folder on the counter and opened it up so that the ads with the $20 bills would be facing him. <laughs> I said, Mike, here's your choice as a business person. You can give me what I've asked for, what my wife asked for when she came in the door, or you can guess how much business I can turn away as I tell my true story walking out the door, passing out $20 bills. I might not get a penny of it, but how much business will you lose? Mm. Pretty effective technique, I bet. He looked at me and said, Mr. Burley, please have your wife pull her car around back. We'll be happy to take care of her. And what was his decision right there? He immediately read it. He said, look, this guy's willing to risk 240 bucks additional to the cost of the tires. He's got to be crazy, but he could cost me thousands of dollars in business if he convinces just a couple of those people to go across the street. We're not saying here that all businesses are evil or all businesses are ripping people off, but there are definitely some out there 
that take advantage of consumers in a bad way. And we're not talking about criminals either. I want to caution: if somebody runs across somebody who's actually breaking the law, outright theft, go to your district attorney. Don't try and solve that one on your own. But these are just companies that really have bad policies and practices. And one of the things that I like to say when faced with "that's our policy" is that. Your internal policy has nothing to do with my expectations of customer satisfaction, and that's what we need to say more often as consumers: that we're not going to be put in the cattle chute of customer service. We're not going to go down that path because perfect customer service would be to fix your product immediately, to replace it, or give you the service that you paid for. This is a business arrangement. Well, the book is "Unscrewed: The Consumer's Guide to Getting What You Paid For," and you have a website as well, right? Yes, unscrewed.biz. Lots of good information there. Ron, thanks again for joining us on InfoTrack. Chris, my pleasure. Thank you. Next, domestic violence isn't just an adult problem. Now, young people are victims too. The shocking facts coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this.